Training camp continues tomorrow morning, 8.15. Then the morning practices start to go away, and in come the more afternoon practices, which is nice if you have to make that two-hour drive to Green Bay like I do. Nonetheless, joining us in Green Bay, he writes for PackersNews.com, and I think in just a matter of hours you'll see him on a brand-new edition of Unscripted, Packers Unscripted on Spectrum Sports Channel. It's our good friend Wes Hotkowitz, another edition of Wednesdays with Wes this time on a Monday. Hi, Wes. Hey, Greg. How's it going? Oh, yeah, am I right? Uh, you got a new Unscripted coming up tonight. New Unscripted Monday night. Yeah, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays during uh, training camp. So, yeah, we're, we're back into the groove of things. Now we're cooking with gas, Wes. This is what I like. <laughs> uh, long practice today, and I, that's kind of been the norm here for head coach Mike McCarthy. Two and a half hours, uh, nothing brisk about it, man. They're getting through a lot of stuff. I guess when you have... I don't know, 50-some-odd players uh, under the age of 24, you got to spend some time with them on the field. Yeah, you certainly do. I mean, these were the first two practices that they had in pads, and it is typical. You know, they usually will go over two and a half hours for these first couple, and then once they get into the end-season schedule following family night, you'll start to see them taper back a little bit. Uh, but this is a big this is a big time for them, especially with the how much they dedicated their resources during the off-season program to the passing game. Uh, the past few days, this has been their opportunity to, to start learning a little bit about their running backs and, and their run defense. So, uh, yeah, it, it is. It's, it was a hot day again there today. I'm sure you can appreciate when you're standing on that rubber mat on the side of the, the Hudson Center, it, it gets pretty toasty over there. So we, uh, I definitely got my sun tanning in for probably the next six months. Well, I always like to see the different dynamic of a team, right? From one year to the next, it, it always changes. And while there are plenty of familiar faces – I think there are new players in different roles. For example, Ty Montgomery is still a young guy, but he's kind of the leader of the running back room. David right. Bakhtiari is clearly the leader here now of the offensive line room with Josh Sitton and TJ Lang both departed. So I, I always find it interesting if players are going to step up and kind of grab that opportunity. And it clearly looks like David Bakhtiari has seized that leadership role here for the offensive line. Yeah, I think if you ask him, he would still tell you that Brian Balag is the guy that, that kind of rules the roost there a little bit with the O-lineman. But he's done, I think, an impeccable job of sort of you know stepping up in his own way. And, and as we found out on Saturday, that included the induction, the introduction, excuse me, of a uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt. So uh, that's a little bit of a fun rivalry that the offensive line and defensive line has going on. Um, I was talking to Dean Lowry about that today. He thought that you know the defensive line did enough to get that belt, but as of right now, it's uh, it's still hanging up in in David Bakhtiari's locker. Well, and then I'm also looking for players that pop, and it could be a rookie, it could be a first year player um, graduating to a second year and showing signs of making a jump. And with that, I was curious to watch the wide receiving core. I always am, and usually right. with the pads are on or if they're not, you know the speed guys are kind of on display. But I, I don't know if Max McCaffrey is really a speed guy necessarily, but it seems like he caught an awful lot of balls the practice I was at. And he's, I don't want to say a forgotten man, but he's doing his best to become well-known among that Packers group of receivers. Yeah, I think that's a great observation, Greg. And I know I was talking to Liam McCarron about this, too, because I know Max caught his eye during the offseason program. Uh, certainly he's not you know, Christian. They have different body types. They're different types of players. But I think he has some really interesting tools. And the thing that stands out the most to me Last year, he signs with Oakland as an undrafted free agent. I think he only played, I think, somewhere between 8 and 11 snaps in the preseason. He didn't really get a chance to get on the field and show what he can do. Uh, again, these are just practices. There's a long way to go, and, and we have to see how he performs in a bigger setting. But 
I've been impressed with him. I tweeted it today. I think he gets out in and out of his breaks really well. Seems like he runs uh, routes uh, very well, has a good understanding of what's being asked of him. And keep in mind, too, this is a young man that was added to the practice squad in December, and then a month later he ended up on the 53-man roster in that NFC Championship game against Atlanta. If any of those three receivers, Nelson, uh, Geronimo Allison, and Devontae Adams couldn't have played, uh, he would have suited up for that game. So uh, the Packers like what they see in him, but at the same time, there are seven, eight guys that were drastics. You have Geronimo Allison there in that group. Uh, it's one of the deepest positions on the roster, and I think that's going to be one of the biggest battles to watch as we you know, get into training camp here over the next couple weeks. First preseason game a little over a week away. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will play more than eight to ten snaps throughout the course of the preseason? Yeah, I'm interested to see what it is. I was joking with my colleague Mike Spofford that I was putting the line at 1.5 for how much he was going to play during the preseason. I, you know, they, they talk about the fast start, uh, and that's a big key for them this year. I'm, I'm interested to see the approach they take with him because they've taken various approaches. They've, they've had him play in the first two preseason games and then sit out the next two. They've had him, you know, play, I think it was last year where he just played in the third one a little bit. Uh, at this point in his career, 13th year, I think whatever it is, 10th year as a starter. Uh, I don't. He's talked about in the past. I don't think he needs a, a multitude, a surplus, a, an overabundance of snaps to be ready. He's talked in the past about, you know, the practices doing enough for him. But at the same time, I'm sure you do want to get him out there with the offensive line, with his new running backs, and uh, you know, get a feel for things. So, uh, very curious to see what the the distribution will be with him because they've. If you go back in the last few years with how the Packers have approached it, there's been. Uh, varying degree of, of ways in which they've handled his snaps, and, his snaps and his workload. Yeah, one of the other reasons that I think Packers training camp is fascinating was you've got Aaron Rodgers, you have that high-powered offense. So when you're doing your, you know, eleven on elevens, and it's the number one units going up against each other, there is not many more difficult passing attacks to try and stop than the Packers passing attack. You would think right. this is exactly what the Packers defensive secondary and defensive line, if you want to talk about getting to the quarterback, exactly the kind of thing they need here over the next month or so to get ready for the season. Number one, they've got you know some young players, they've got some new players trying to fit into a new scheme. Devon House is back, just kind of a new group altogether with the exception of the safeties. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've seen it, too, in all the years that you've been up here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers does not take practice lightly. Uh, he has a game mentality when he's out there. He wants the offense to win, whether it's a two-minute drill, uh, whatever the exercise is. I mean, he's, he's, he's playing at full tilt. So uh, this, is a, this is interesting to watch in terms of how those young guys react to it. I think we've seen Josh Jones step up a lot over the past week. I mean, Kevin King is getting quite a bit of runs right now with the starters and, and being able to, to kind of show what he brings to things. And even some of these uh, younger guys that have been here but, you know, coming off, you know, an injury like Quentin Rollins. I think Rollins has put together a, a couple few nice days of practice. Now, how do you build upon that? Where do you take it? Um, there's a long way to go yet, but uh, I think getting off on the right foot is certainly important. And when you look at a preseason, you know, offenses are going to be vanilla. Defenses are going to be vanilla. People are going to protect what their looks are. So a lot of times the most uncertainty and, and you know, the biggest spontaneous things you're going to see will sometimes come across from you at the line of scrimmage and these practices. Wes Hotkowitz at Packers.com joining us on Sports Central presented by Miller Knight. Family Night coming up uh, this weekend. First preseason game August 10th at Lambeau against the Eagles. That preseason football begins on Thursday of this week, believe it or not, with the Hall of Fame game. Wes, am I the only one interested in the punting I hesitate to say the punting battle because there's only one guy, but as we learned last year, there can be one guy in camp, and all of a sudden your final roster doesn't have a punter on it at all. So right. you never know what's going to happen here, but 
Admittedly, the Packers do have a rookie who kicked in a warm-weather climate in college last year. What's the story on uh, Justin Vogel? Yeah, it's really interesting because the Packers have an undrafted rookie in Justin Vogel and a street-free agent in Derek Hart uh, as their long snapper and Vogel as their punter. Those are the only guys on the roster right now. So it's a little bit different position than what they've been in the past few years. I mean, like you said, they carried Tim Maste in camp. They had Peter Martell from Green Bay in camp. And then at the end of it, they end up claiming Jacob Shum off waivers. Now with Vogel, I've been really impressed by what he's shown with his leg. I mean, he has an NFL-caliber leg. He, he gets everything. Now, the biggest thing for him is going to be consistency, what his directional punting looks like when they start to call for that, and as you also said, showing that he can punt in this climate because at the U, you know, it's a little bit different in terms of what he's seeing on a weekly basis. So, uh, But from what I've seen so far, he's lengthy, he's long. It's everything you want to see uh, in terms of just a, a, a skill set for a punter but, you know, one thing that Tim Mastey talked about in the past, too, when he was in Green Bay is that punting is an interesting profession because you don't have to learn a playbook. You don't have to know a million things. Guys can get cut. A new guy can come in and start that Sunday. So uh, for Vogel, it's a competition against himself, and it's a competition of trying to show that throughout the league, you know, he's one of the top 32 punters and deserves to be here, you know, at come the end of training camp. Who made the play of the day today? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, Josh Jones got his first interception of camp. It was a pretty play. Uh, I think we've seen him and his tenaciousness and, and being able to, to really show up. I'm very excited to see him once we get to that preseason game against Philadelphia. I think he's a kid that's ready to, to start hitting people. Um, but, yeah, there, there was quite a few different things that stood out. I mean, I, I think the offensive and defensive line stuff has been really fun to watch. I think Kenny Clark has had a good camp so far and has really made some strides. Um, it, it was a good, it was a good competitive day, and anytime you get these padded practices, there's always a different uh, level of intensity that I think you see that that really shows you, you know, who you're dealing with with some of these younger players. Make sure to check out his stuff, Packers.com. Wes Hotkowitz, he'll be on Packers Unscripted later tonight with Mike Spofford. Wes, we always appreciate your time, whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, doesn't really matter. It's always Wednesdays with Wes. Awesome, thanks, Greg. Appreciate right, it. Appreciate you bet. Take care. That's Wes Hotkowitz of Packers.com.